0: Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout podcast. Kelly here, and today's episode is all about opting out of insecurity. Now, this is something that I feel is a universal struggle of all people, but this is a podcast for Black women, and so we're going to take the lens of looking at some key ways to opt out of insecurity and opt into self-acceptance and how to cultivate that. I feel like as Black women and the studies show that there are some aspects of, of Black woman identity that has elements of high self-esteem baked in it. I remember when I was studying psychology, the studies would tell us that Black women have statistically a better body self-image versus their white peers. So insecurity isn't necessarily in all aspects of our lives as Black women, but insecurity can manifest itself when we are locked in struggle. For example, a lot of the times that we don't push ourselves forward for opportunities or let go of people, places, and things that no longer serve us is due to insecurity. That when we dig down deep at the root of it, we may find that there are some limiting self-beliefs about ourselves that stop us from pushing forward and having all the things that we deserve from us being able to opt into joy and opt into a real healthy community and a life of abundance. Insecurity also is linked to burnout. Oftentimes we push ourselves professionally and maybe sometimes personally out of, again, an insecurity about our competence. It makes us push ourselves to the limit and to our own detriment. We always tie these beliefs that we have about ourselves that may be a community belief back to myths and lies that have historically been put on us from past racial trauma. So in this instance, insecurity around our competence is not out of nowhere. But it is out of us consistently battling against the myths about laziness that black women have or the myths about us being harsh or aggressive. These kinds of forced beliefs upon us can cause insecurity. And trying to fight those stereotypes and those lies and myths causes a negative impact on our mental health, and of course, our just our overall well-being. So we can become insecure in a multiple ways. There is cultural context for our insecurity, and cultural context about the fact that we know statistics tell us that black women are underpaid. Black women tend to take longer to find healthy partnerships. There are many things that may cause us to feel insecure add to that maybe our own past experiences or comparing ourselves to others, there are many routes to insecurity. And if you are overwhelmingly dealing with insecurity to the point where you feel paralyzed to make decisions in your life, then it's totally okay to pursue therapy, to talk to someone that you trust, whether it's a community elder Or maybe a religious leader, somebody that you feel connected to, if it's blocking you moving forward in your life. But today we're gonna talk about the insecurity that we're functioning with day to day insecurities that we don't see add up to keeping us opted into struggle instead of really examining the ability for us to opt out of that and opt into lives of self acceptance and joy. So I'm gonna talk about how. Today, we can challenge some of the negative thoughts that create insecurity, both internal and external sources of those thoughts, and we're going to talk about how we actually go about creating self-acceptance. As always, we'll end the episode with a healing practice you can do right now to have you opting out of insecurity and opting into self-acceptance. So let's spend some time talking about ways that we can challenge negative thoughts. And again, the origins of our negative thoughts may come from ourselves, but a lot of times they probably are coming from external sources, such as the way we were brought up or even the things we see in the media. So step one, I want to talk about what are you consuming? What we feed ourselves, both physically Emotionally and spiritually, it shows up in what we put out into the world, whether it's our physical body sometimes or it in the case of negative thinking, it is what we talk about, how we show up with our attitude and our emotions, what we feed our soul shows up in who we are. And if we have a constant diet of negativity in our lives, it is a guarantee that we have fully opted into a life of struggle. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, h e l p.com/burnout. What if 2024 you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just 3 weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a Lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Kelly here. Are you following us on social? If not, what are you waiting for? Let's keep the conversation going. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at Black Girl Burnout. And on Twitter, it's BLK Girl Burnout. And of course, there's our website, blackgirlburnout.com. Connect with us there. All right, now back to the episode. So, how can we then challenge these negative thoughts? One, identifying where they come from and categorizing them. If we have a recurring negative thought, let's say it's around competency. I know for myself, this in the past was a source of insecurity. I really, really wanted to be good. No, no, not just good. Excellent at everything I did. And I found myself harshly judging myself creating ridiculous standards for myself that I didn't extend to other people, and then being so judgmental and critical when I didn't attain them. When I thought back to what the root of my insecurity was, I realized that it was a combination of growing up in an area where I was an only. There were very few Black people where I grew up initially, Also, it came from historical myths that I saw about Black women and about Black people that people believed Black people were lazy. And it became really important to disprove that. It also came from cultural beliefs. I have a West Indian parent, and in West Indian culture, being excellent is important and challenging the narratives that black people are lazy, was a huge part of our culture. I had lots of space to make errors and to fall down. And I certainly didn't have parents who expected me to be perfect. But those cultural legacies, I internalized and created a narrative of my own outside of everybody else's. I took those external narratives and created a personal internal one in which I was not allowing myself to make errors, not allowing myself to be imperfect. And when you have an unrealistic standard for yourself, there is no way you cannot fail. And then out of the failure came the negativity and the harshness and the criticism. It was a journey for me learning later through therapy and just through maturity that I had to reframe the negative thoughts I was feeling and getting to the root of them. In other words, what thoughts do I want to own as my own? And what thoughts do I want to let go of as coming from outside forces? Yes, it's important for me to be excellent at all that I do. That's an internal value. Excellence is who I am and who I strive to be every day. But that is a very different standard than proving to people that I'm not lazy, proving to people that I'm the best who ever did it, those thoughts, I had to be honest about where they were coming from and realizing that wasn't my values. That was me in response to the stereotypes that I felt were being placed upon myself, upon Black people, and upon Black women. Once I was able to identify the root of where that thought came from, I could make a decision, an empowering decision, as to what I wanted to feed my brain on. If this isn't for me, why is it in my life? If this isn't my belief system, why is it still hanging out there? So maybe you have negative thoughts around relationships because statistics may tell you about the odds of black women finding heterosexual partnership being really low, or perhaps there are other statistics that talk about the longevity of relationships. Maybe you just have bad past experiences about relationships, that you've taken those narratives outside and you made them your internal one. Think about the root of where your negative thoughts come from and then challenge them to make sure what are your actual beliefs about partnership and love, that partnership and love is waiting for you, that you have high standards, not impossible standards, Not standards born out of insecurity and cynicism, but that you just have high standards and you're looking for a similar partner who has high standards as well. Discover the root of your negative thoughts and determine if it's something that came from you or came from outside. Then, alternatively, if you're still struggling with negative thoughts, become a scientist in your own brain. Try to find evidence to contradict those thoughts. It's so important that we challenge negative thoughts because... So much of the Black experience, if we let other people dictate it to us, is one of trauma, is one of overcoming, but overcoming painful challenges over and over again. If we let other people tell us our legacy, we will have no choice but to think negatively. We as a culture have to challenge these negative thoughts as a way to allow joy back into our lives allow self-esteem and self-worth and, as I always talk about, daydreaming to become a part of our everyday existence. Finally, let's talk about how we can cultivate self-acceptance. This is the final step to kind of opting out of insecurity. Once you're aware of where your negative thoughts are coming from, we have to set up a practice of self-acceptance, which is this joyful embracing of our flaws or imperfections. It's a joyful embracing of all who we are. So whereas negative thoughts and negative beliefs about ourselves make us reject or criticize the parts of ourselves that may not be quote unquote perfect, self-acceptance embraces those things. Yes, we wanna be the best versions of ourselves. That may be a value of yours. But it also leaves room for you to embrace the fact that you're not good at everything. It's not possible. Part of self-acceptance is practicing self-compassion, which we've talked about previously. It's about us being able to identify strengths, which we've also talked about in the last few episodes. And it, it, it means that we have to let go of perfectionism. But it is such a critical skill that we have to develop. It gives us confidence It has us letting go of insecurity and it brings us closer to joy and community and abundance and all the things that we deserve as Black women. So how can you practice self-acceptance in order to opt out of insecurity? One way to do that is to think about the next time you have a negative thought about yourself. Let's say, for example, I'm a procrastinator. I have a history of going in and out of recovery from procrastination. And instead of my normal, critical self-talk that may have me saying things like, you're being lazy right now, Uh, you should be doing the five other things on your to-do list instead of sitting here and instead of binge watching Netflix. Instead, think about how you can change that internal narrative to one of self-acceptance. As something as simple as, I'm choosing now to rest, and I know in a, in a few minutes, in a few hours, I'm going to resume my to-do list. I'm embracing the fact that I need breaks and rest in my day, that I am not a machine who has to go 24 hours. Challenge whatever your negative thought is with a positive one. And see how that starts the building blocks to you opting out of insecurity and opting into self-acceptance. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, Give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.